You're tuned in to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Welcome back to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast, where we are building connections, showcasing the impressive and inspiring movers and makers. I'm your host, Lenore, and if you want to live 10 years longer, be three times more creative and happier, perform 30% better, and sell 37% more, keep listening. I know I'm not alone when I say this, but sometimes I feel stressed, burnt out, even overwhelmed these days, and don't even get me started on the never-ending to-do list. But today is the day it's all going to change for the both of us. We're going to learn how we can achieve health, balance, and peace, and ultimately how to thrive in chaos. So 2020 Cybersecurity Woman of the Year nominee, Jyothi Jugar, who's also the chaos guru, joins us to share her tips and tricks on how you can use the power of chaos to become a more powerful leader who can take on anything. Her 12-step module comprehensive program will make you break through years of old habits, and I can't wait to hear all about it. So Jyothi, welcome to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm just really glad to be here today. I'm really honored. Now, you call yourself the chaos guru. So how do you help people? Who do you help? Does, is it only businesses? Can I call you? Can you be on my speed dial? Got so many questions. <laughs> yeah, the chaos guru. So uh, um, I help people manage their chaos, but I am also a big proponent of bringing in the chaos as well. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about which types of chaos there are. There are actually different types of chaos. Um, and in fact, I am a strong believer that without the chaos, it would really uh, prevent us from growing ourselves, innovating, creation, everything good that's happening in our life is comes uh, through chaos. Because <laughs> um, otherwise we'll be living in comfort zone and not really give us uh, an opportunity to, to move beyond that. Um, and I help uh, individuals as well as corporate customers as well. Um, so for leadership executives and their teams, that are really forward thinkers um, and they are looking for transformation. Um, you know, everything starts from, from you um, or from within. So if they're looking for a transformation from within themselves, that they can then also um, uh, help their teams transform and their help their organizations transform. Um, and they also have individual programs as well. So if you're if you're not in corporate or if you're in corporate and you're just looking for individual transformation, I do offer that as well. So I love how you said that you bring the chaos in sometimes. And I do agree with you. Like if you, it, the chaos kind of for me, in my opinion, you can tell me if I'm wrong because you're the expert. I'm just the chatter. Um, I think that it, it pushes you to, to be a little bit more challenged and to be a better you so can you tell us the differences in chaos like the good the bad and everything in between yep so i um when i was going through my journey um multiple journeys but my journey of life and there's multiple scenes in that journey um what i started recognizing was that there's different types of chaos so i'm not saying we have to invite in all types of chaos um and i, I was really trying to figure like what are the different types then um, so just to keep it simple, because I believe in simplicity, um, even when life seems complicated, it's really the simple things that um, are your true answers, not this overcomplicated type of answer. So like, okay, let's keep it simple. We'll just call it the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so the ugly chaos is the type that um, we tend to bring on to ourselves 
um, without really recognizing it. So this is this is the type of chaos that you really hope that somebody else solves for you. Oh, this other person's really annoying me. So I wish that other person will change <laughs> so that I don't feel the chaos. Um, or the situation is really annoying me or frustrating me or angers me. So I wish the situation will change um, so that I feel better. Um, and how has that worked for you with that type of mindset? I'm, I'm guessing it probably hasn't worked very well. No. <laughs> um, so when we start to realize that we are the ones that are adding that additional chaos to ourselves, um, we start to realize the power is within us to, to uh, release that ugly chaos from our lives. Um, and it sounds really complicated or time consuming, um, and it can be, um, but what I really specialize in is, is two minute, three minute, five minute techniques um, that you can actually do throughout your day and it's what you do most that counts anyway, which a lot of people don't realize. So being in this ugly chaos state mode, 23 hours a day, and then you take one hour in the day to go do a meditation or a yoga session or an exercise, and you feel like, hey, I did this, so I must be a changed person now. But what happens when you get into that chaotic state or with that family member that, you know, needs a lot of uh, work in your opinion or in your mind, <laughs> or you get back into that chaotic situation, does that one hour really help you transform in that in the moment? Probably Most not. Most of the time it doesn't um, because the 23 hours in the day, you're still in, in the ugly chaos and the one hour that you're not, it's really hard to kind of marry those, those sides. Um, so what, what's really worked in my own life through my own journey healthcare journeys, as well as even traumatic situations, is to find things you can do throughout your day um, so that your body, your mind, your energetic system starts getting used to it. Um, and it's not just a one-time thing. And then the more your body and your, your system gets used to it, the more it's going to start doing that and not resorting to the ugly chaos. So the good the good about the ugly chaos is that there's so many different techniques and modalities and things we can do to release that from our systems. Can you yeah. give us the two minute, like a two minute, like technique? I said, I heard you said two, five, and what was the last one? Seven? Um, two, two, like I, I try to keep it five or less. So okay. anywhere like one to five minutes, because anything more than five minutes, you, 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 your brain tends to get sabotaged. Like, oh, like how long is this taking? When is it gonna work? And I have another meeting I need to get to. And I'm in the bathroom and I only have five minutes, you know? So, <laughs> um, you know, trust me on that. I, I, I only speak for things that have worked for me. <laughs> um, and I thought the same way before as well. So I try to keep it five minutes or less. No one can argue that they don't have five minutes. If they do, then you need to do a better job. Right. Like <laughs> if you could spend 10 life. minutes in the shower, maybe you can cut five minutes off of that and just sit yeah. in the bathroom for the additional five minutes that you're pretending to be in the shower and actually use the, those techniques. And, and actually, that's a great point you brought up. So these techniques you can use anywhere, anytime. So you don't need to look for that quiet space in your house, shut all the doors, make sure your kids or you know have something else going on. You don't you don't need to wait for that. So you can do this with with your kids. You can do this um, in a meeting. You can do it in the shower. You can do it in the bathroom. So 
it's like quick and fast techniques that you can actually integrate into your lifestyle so you feel that you're not actually having to spend time on it you're actually you're embodying these tools within your work day or within your uh you know your day can you give us an example of a technique or is this like top secret i gotta call you on the down low with nobody else to hear type of secret you know if i tell you it'd have to kill you oh <laughs> just as i thought we were becoming friends you, you come in with that one all my work with defense and the intel agencies have gotten me you know <laughs> all there <laughs> Um, no, sure. Yeah. So the, the absolute fan favorite so far has been what I call the peace fingers, which is uh, a great technique you can teach your kids as well, just um, outside of the moment. So you always want to practice these outside of any moment when, when you are calm so that when you're in the moment, you can like quickly get to it without thinking too much. So it's called peace fingers. Um, so basically all you do, uh, um, you just tap your pointer finger to your thumb. Okay. And then you that then your middle finger release that and then your ring finger and then your pinky and then you just keep going like that in a rhythmic fashion and ideally what you want to do is whatever is going on all the chaos in your mind try to release those and then just concentrate on the feeling between the fingers you know, so all of these, I know all of these monkey brain thoughts are becoming like, oh, what about this? What about that? What are my to-do list? Try to just like, okay, acknowledge them and then release them. And then just focus on, hmm, how do my, what is the feeling I'm getting in between my fingers? The physical feeling. And then as you start feeling that, you might also start noticing that something else is going on in your body. Maybe there's some energy flow that's happening in your, in your head or maybe in your neck, maybe in your chest. Um, and if if you feel like you're, you still need a lot of work in kind of releasing thoughts, then you can use a mantra. Basically, uh, it says something like, peace begins with me. Peace begins with me. Peace begins with me. Um, or whatever you feel like you need in that moment, like calm begins with me, or if you're feeling like you're, there's some struggles with the relationship. You can say love begins with me, you know, whatever the situation is, you can kind of change your, your wording. Um, and what that does, it's, 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 um, it changes the neuroscience and the, and the neuro wiring in your head and your brain space as well. So there's meridian points that run through all of your fingers and nerves. So just by kind of tapping it, um, it's similar to EFT tapping. Um, emotional freedom technique. So um, it basically stimulates the the um, parts of, of the body that are connected to, to your fingers. So some of your fingers are connected to your heart. Some of them are connected to your brain. Some of them are connected to like your solar plexus area, your stomach area. So just by tapping them, it kind of just gives them a boost. I'm like, oh, it, it was kind of feeling lethargic or um, imbalanced. It just starts kind of creating that balance. And then by saying the mantra in your mind, it actually connects that positive feeling with the um, with your brain and your brain now knows, oh, okay, I was looking to the external world to help solve my internal world. But in reality, it's your internal world that's creating the external world. So by kind of saying mantras like love begins with me, peace begins with me, you're kind of training your brain and your body at the same time to realize that, oh, all of these feelings began within you. 
It's not like if I tell you, oh, um, Lenore, um, you know, I want you to feel really sad right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You had me I, calm, okay? You had me okay. calm at first. Now you want me from calm to sad? That, right? Oh, so, okay. like, unless I do some sort of hypnosis, <laughs> or, you know, you're probably not going to just immediately jump to being sad. But then, so, so now you understand, like, oh, but so I can't just make you feel sad. But if I, you know, start calling you names and throw a whole bunch of insults, then you're going to basically say, hey, you caused me to feel bad about myself. Or you're a meanie. <laughs> right so it, it takes uh once you practice this then you can kind of jump to this quickly and like oh wait you know my feelings began within me so somebody can say whatever they want it's, I, but i am the one that's you know making myself feel bad about it or unworthy or unloved or unvaluable invaluable so we have Make to go back view. because I think I completely cut you off. We were just on ugly chaos. We didn't even make it to good chaos, did we? <laughs> no, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, the ugly chaos is where most people need um, Help. a lot of support because it is the chaos that you really don't want to think about and when you mm -hmm. don't uh, or be aware of. And when, when you try to push something away, it's just going to come back you know, hairier, nastier, and uglier. So th this is where we spend most of the the time is to teach people uh, not just techniques, but it's true transformation. Um, because I, when I was going through my journey, there's tons and tons of programs out there. You know, there's tons of therapists, there's tons of wellness specialists. Um, so there's no, and there's YouTube, there's Google these days. Um, so information is not, um something that we're actually seeking anymore because it's just there's tons and tons of information that you can get but information doesn't really transform you so i wanted it to specialize in techniques that will actually um or a program where you can feel the true transformation from within you it's not just a whole bunch of like information like do this do this do this do this and kind of leave you to it um so but this is like, I think four weeks is spent on the ugly chaos to help you learn to release it for yourself. That's a lot of weeks. It's a week, yes. Yeah, so it's a nine week program because, you know, transformation takes time. Um, yeah. And I know in the Western hemisphere, there's, uh, you know, there's this mentality where we want quick fixes, um, which is why a lot of the, the holistic natural wellness um, practices don't really get the attention that they need because it takes time, um, you know, and plus people are only go seeking help once a week, let's say. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff for them to like to do. Oh, you got to find this calm space. You got to like, you know, first of all, take 20 minutes to get into that mental space and then take like a half an hour meditation. And then it's going to take you 20 minutes to get out of this, you know, it's like, well, I, don't, I don't have time for that. <laughs> um, uh, plus my so what I really specialize in is okay just doing this like for two minutes if you do this for two minutes straight even if you don't say the mantra it'll automatically start working within your body um, and then if you do that throughout the day um, like I would recommend at least once every hour mm -hmm. then you automatically start kind of getting into this flow state and when you're in alignment with um, your own flow state things just start happening a lot easier like maybe a, a conversation that you thought was going to go really rough when you're in your flow state, you don't let it affect you as much. So 
it's kind of like, okay, yeah, mm, I see your point. And uh, what I like about your point is blah, blah, blah. And maybe we could also do, you know, it's like, you don't let it be like, what? Like, that's such a stupid point. <laughs> so, Jyoti, how do you, how do you incorporate those techniques into your everyday life? So with your jobs, cause you are the chief information security officer at the National Institute of Health. You run a dance company, like you dance yourself. You got three kids. How do you incorporate all of that? So it's exactly um, how I do it is like try to incorporate it throughout my day. Um, so like when I'm brushing my teeth, I have some techniques. Um, so, you know, when I'm in the middle of a meeting, I have some techniques. Um, if I'm actually in, uh, there's a disagreement, I need like a quick in the moment technique that I can remind myself um, of how to kind of remain in my flow state, then I use a technique for that. So it's almost like, um, you know, there's like a series of like different tools and techniques, but these are all like quick things you can do in the moment um then that's what kind of keeps you going because if it's like a really long process you're just you're not going to do it it's going to take mm -hmm. too much time and as you said in my life like i don't have time for this and it's great when you can actually teach something um call it a name uh, a simple tool because your brain doesn't like remembering some really long you know name for something um so if you're like oh peace fingers like oh yeah peace finger oh yeah yeah what was that okay it was that um and it's easy to teach others so especially if you have kids um, once you teach this technique and then, you know, spend some time teaching it and then allow them the time to figure and um, realize how they feel while they're doing it. Um, and the best part is it's so quick that they can they can feel the results quickly, too. Um, so you can. So then in the moment when you see them having tantrums or or they're, they're asking for something and you're not willing to give them, you can just kind of remind them like, hey, remember the peace fingers? Like, try that first. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, and then like, okay, okay. You know, first they're like, no, I don't want to do it. I'm like, well, you know, until you do that, you know, when you do that is when we'll have the conversation again. Yeah, right. So once they do that, like, it's almost like they forget like what they're originally asking for. And then they're like, uh, yeah. So, um, what, what was it that I wanted? I'm like, yeah, see, it's not, it doesn't sound that important anymore. Right? Yeah, definitely <laughs> um, not. Yeah. Uh, so the bad chaos, you know, I digress, sorry. <laughs> uh, the bad chaos is the type, what I call the riptide chaos. So the ugly chaos is what I coined as the tsunami chaos, because it, it, you know, there's like a trigger and then you act a little funny, like the ocean act a little funny after that trigger. And then it just comes like, you know, like dashing across, like killing everything like in this path. And that's kind of how we act sometimes. <laughs> there's a trigger. Uh, the trigger relates to something within us that we haven't resolved yet and then we act a little moody or grouchy and then if somebody if there's more and more triggers that are coming in our path we just are like okay that's it and we just kind of like take it out on someone or something <laughs> um the ugly chaos the, the bad chaos is what i call the riptide chaos so this is if you think of a riptide it's kind of like this in, it's invisible right you can't really see a riptide but you can feel the riptide when you're in it <laughs> because it's either kind of pulling you down or it's pushing you like far out into the ocean so you can't really know it's there um until you're surrounded by it you, you put yourself into it um and but then you can truly feel all of this you know the, the, the there's a riptide that's happening there's something that's happening that's pulling you down or pushing you out so it's a little um, uh, more, it's slightly more complicated, but once you know it's happening, it's 
quick fixes that you can do to release that. So something like energy um, profiling. So just the colors of the clothes you wear, your hairstyles, the type of makeup, um, all of that can actually affect your energy. If you're surrounding yourself with um, clothes that are really not meant for your energy type, it's actually bringing down your energy without you realizing it. Oh. Um, and another example would be like feng shui. So oh, um, my parents really have been still feng shui in my life since I was born. I got things on my keys. Jyoti, let me tell you, the fish tank has to look a certain way. I'm not allowed to have a mirror here. The north, the west, the <laughs> compasses. Ah, oh, I got you. I feel you. There you go. So you've already gotten yourself a head start and look where you are now, right? Thriving, <laughs> thriving. <laughs> Yeah. So you, you don't realize like, you know, it sounds when your parents tell you something, I know when I'm, when I try to tell my kids something like, oh, like, oh my gosh, like this, all of this stuff, mom, doesn't make a difference. I'm like, well, you know, why do you think your violin classes aren't really going too well right now? <laughs> like, you should what? be listening. Okay. <laughs> and it makes such a huge difference, you know, especially people come that come and have like relationship issues. Mm -hmm. Um, but then like right smack in the middle of their bedroom, they have this picture of the beautiful desert with like one tree and they're like, oh, but it's such a beautiful picture. I'm like, but you, the energy that you're getting from it is like a loneliness <laughs> and it's in, the in middle your of bedroom, nowhere. And, right? It's like a desert. So how does a desert make you feel? And then it's like one tree. <laughs> it's the um, sand, Jyoti, it's the sand. There's water yeah. in the cactus. So like, so, you know, it's like quick fixes, like just, just try it, you know, just try changing the picture with like a picture of like lovebirds or two boats or something mm -hmm. with had like two in them, like not more than two. <laughs> cause something, <laughs> cause some, you know, you have to be very careful cause some people are like, oh yeah, we put uh, pictures of our kids in the bedroom. Like, do you want your kids in the bedroom? Maybe, um, maybe no, <laughs> like, because your brain doesn't know the difference between um, a picture and reality. So if you put a picture of uh, somebody had like a tiger, beautiful picture of a tiger that was staring like right at them from their bedroom. And then they had all of these panic attacks um, and anxiety and a lot of fear. I'm like, you have a picture of a tiger that's staring at you in your bedroom. <laughs> what are you talking about? Imagine that tiger is actually physically there. Um, and they're like, well, but it, but it's not. It's a picture. I'm like, well, your your brain doesn't know the difference. So it's looking at this picture as the last thing you look at when you're going to bed, and then you're going to sleep. So your brain brain basically thinks like, oh, that tiger is in your room. Um, so just simple things like that. So it's it's a little complicated in um, you realizing all of these factors yourself, unless you have a coach or um, uh, that's actually telling you like, oh, look at all these different factors. So we can, but the, the best part of bad chaos is you can easily get rid of it. It's like, oh, just change that picture. Let's, you know, work on your clothes and, you know, let you know the different type of clothes that's best for your uh, energy type. There's Ayurvedic body types as well, like the food that's meant for your body, mm -hmm. um, the type of exercise that's meant for you. Um, so, you know, so quick fixes, but can have like a massive impact. And then we get to the good chaos, which is the, that is Yay. the chaos invite in, which is, you know, so what I call the good chaos, is like a surfer feeling, you know, a surfer, like riding those waves. Um, if you just imagine your, yourself as a surfer, as, as a surfer, you know, how are you feeling? You know, you're probably feeling like really excited and you have like a lot of um, 
uh, adrenaline pumping energy going on and you're just having fun with it. And you can see the shore and you can see the waves coming and you want to like get in, you know, you know, get right in front of those waves and ride those waves. And there's also a, a little sense of like fear or nervousness or anxiety as well. So it's not that you're, you have no fears you don't really know what's going to happen, right? You don't know if the wave's going to, you know, you crash. underestimated the wave, it's going to, you know, crash, or maybe you slip off your surfer board and, you, and then you end up crashing, or you don't really know exactly what's going to happen, but you see the goal, which is to, you know, getting to the shore by riding the waves, um, and you're not letting these uh, anxiety or fear or nervousness uh, stop you from doing that. And then once you do that, it's, it just opens up uh, doors for you or opportunities, right? So another example would be like if you're as afraid of public speaking, but here you have this amazing opportunity to give a TED talk. <laughs> um, maybe you applied for it, you didn't think you were going to get it, and then you get this letter like, oh, you've been accepted. So what is the type of feeling you're like, oh, oh my gosh, this is great, this is awesome, but <gasps> I'm, a little, I'm a little like nervous now. I don't even know what I want to talk about, you know, and then some a lot of people tend to like backtrack they're like oh maybe we should just like not not take it you know just just the fact that we got in is, is okay but that's the good chaos like oh you know you you you've resolved the ugly you kind of worked with the bad and then now this is like amazing things are coming to you but it's there's still a sense of fear because you don't know if that's that's you know you're good enough for that or you yeah. Maybe worthy, but that is what you want to invite in. So I do have to say, I think you're an incredible role model, not just for like, you know, getting your life together, because I think you helped me get my life together in the last like 20 minutes right now. Let me just tell you. Um, <laughs> but for women as a whole, because you've been helping women, especially in technology over the years, really try to get the jobs and persevere. And even before we got on the Zoom call, you're like, do you want to join? I'm like, I'm not that good at cyber stuff. <laughs> um, but I want to say thank you. How are you How are you really encouraging other women out there through work and through pushing through all the chaos? So I do believe that you have to walk your talk. So everything that I'm talking about, I have walked myself. Um, and my uh, passion has been um, easing that path for others that, that follow um, after me uh, so that they don't have to suffer <laughs> 20 years of being or 25 years of being the only female um, in rooms and rooms and rooms of just male dominated. So, but it, it does take um, courage and confidence in yourself that you slowly build up over time. So I know when, like, when I look at people like Tony Robbins or Oprah Winfrey, I'm like, oh, they must have, you know, I don't feel like this, like this, but I know other people like, oh, they must have had it easy. And sometimes people look at me like, oh, you know, she must have had it easy. I'm like, well, you know, it's easy to think that way sometimes because it's, it's your own fears. But, you know, um, I, you have to ha go through some pain in life, in my opinion, to actually propel you to move forward. Um, pain. Now, I didn't say suffering. Suffering is optional. <laughs> uh, you know, I've gone through, uh, child, you know, uh, lots of childhood trauma myself, but and I, I went through that pain, but I didn't allow myself to suffer. Like I could have spent the rest of my life playing woe is me, look at the life I had. I could have had better parents or I could have done this better. Or I could have been you, in a much better situation. For you, Yeah, and where would I have been? You know, probably nowhere. Not chatting um, today, I can tell you that not, much. Yep, not here today. 
Um, so I would just, you know, encourage girls, you know, especially um, and also women um, to use the chaos, use the trauma, use the pain that they might have gone through in life. And if they haven't, that's fine too. I'm not saying you have to go through pain, um, but use anything that you might feel is negative um, that's happening. It's happening for you. So, it, you know, it's happening for you. Life is preparing you for something that's going to happen in the future. Um, so take it in, look at what lessons you can learn in the moment, um, in that situation. There's always a lesson and there's always a gift. And sometimes I think that's all you need to get through that difficult situation. Because if you keep thinking of it as like, oh, why is this happening? Oh, this sucks. Like, I wish that person would just change or I wish the situation would change then you're really not going to go anywhere. But if you think like, okay, you know, I heard that there's, there's always a gift in the situation. What is the gift? Maybe it's not obvious in the moment. Um, you know, when I was given six weeks to live after my third baby was born because of the OB uh, messed everything up. Yeah. I didn't really see the gift. You're like, <laughs> um, are you sure there's somebody up there? Like what? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yep, not seeing it. <laughs> um, I need help. Somebody give me some, where's the light at the end of this tunnel? Yeah. And sometimes you just have to believe in that. Like there is a gift and I will find it um, someday, and which I did. Uh, but just believing in that this is happening for me, it's preparing me for something um, even bigger than what I can even imagine. Might not have to be, some people are like, oh my gosh, there's something worse than this is going to happen. It might not be a bad thing that's preparing you for that you know, it might be something that like, you know, there's always a breakdown before a breakthrough. So if you're having a massive breakdown, you know, almost be glad for it. Like, yes, that means there's a massive breakthrough coming. <laughs> so, Look on the bright I side. Just, you know, I mean, trust me, I'm going through one right now and it's not always so easy, you know, but you, it's, it's, it's all in the mindset. So it's how you think. If I think of it as a breakdown and like, woe is me, then that's what's going to happen. Woe is me. But if I think like, okay, it's happening for a reason. There is a gift in this. I just have to find out what that is. I have to learn my lesson. And then, you know, I know there's a big breakthrough coming. Um, you know, and, and the same thing with the ocean too, right? Like when um, there, there's like always a huge storm. And then what happens after the storm? Then like you have like a tranquil water, like so, so serene and, and peaceful. But you have to have that storm first before we can, we can get to that. You can reach out to Jyothi at jyothidugar.com. That's J-O-T-H-I-D-U-G-A-R.com. You can join her on her Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash transform chaos. That's facebook.com slash groups slash transform chaos. Jyothi, thank you so much for joining us today. I will go reevaluate my life after this. Thank you, and I'll make sure to remember all the techniques that you've taught me today. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I'm really honored to, to be here today. <laughs> so that's a wrap on another episode of the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. I'm your host, Lenore. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss one. More at brandambassadorselect.com and we will see you next time.